Welcome to the 3v3 Podcast, a weekly look at the world of hockey with your hosts, Cassie, Pat, and Patrick. Uh, last week, the Buffalo Sabres debuted a 50th anniversary uh, jersey trimmed in quite a bit of gold. On the record again saying, I actually liked it. Looks pretty good. Um, but if you could take any team at any point in their future or go back in the past too, but um, match up an anniversary color with a new jersey for them and uh, see what you could come up with. See, I went straight to the Sharks because I love terrorizing them, and I know we're in that weird area and anniversary gifts. And coming into their 29th year, it's furniture. (laughs) (laughs) The gift for the 29th year is furniture. (laughs) In the 28th year, it would have been orchids or lavender, lavender, depending on whether it's traditional or modern. So I think lavender and teal together would have been hysterical. (laughs) Wasn't that Hockey Fights Cancer Night or something? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) See, that's exactly, you know, it just looked like Hockey Fights Cancer every home game for their their 28th anniversary season. Hmm. Although I think last or next year, actually, no, one, two. Yeah, actually, this coming season, I, I think I think the uh, the Golden Knight should incorporate leather. Because <laughs> Vegas, leather. <laughs> Am I right? Now, mm-hmm. is this on the strip leather or off the strip leather? Because <laughs> there's a couple of different directions you can go with. Hey. <laughs> It's Vegas. You can go any way you want with it. I just throw the joke grenade. You decide whether it's a comedy grenade or a frag grenade. (laughs) Or a comedy frag grenade. It could be one of those two. Whatever gets the pin out faster. (laughs) Sure. So I I went totally generic. I was like, if the NHL were to standardize this... Which they never would do because it's the NHL. But if they were to standardize this, how how would you apply it to every single team's jersey? And so I was thinking about that, and I think that how I would do it is I would have the shoulder patches be the appropriate gold or silver, leave the crest alone on the front, but outline the numbers and the name in back in gold or silver. Tasteful, I know, but again, the NHL would never do it, so. <laughs> okay. I could, I'm going to come back to that idea in a minute because I think I have a good tie-in that I think you'll both like. Um so for mine, I went with actually next year's Minnesota Wild. It's their 19th season. They're going to be dressed in bronze because they're all going to be statues by the end of it. Okay. But I'm bumped. Yeah, my delivery was terrible there. But I figured here's a color that maybe will, you know, 
allow this team to survive the season and stay in one piece or to memorialize them when they all break down as what I presume will be the league's oldest team. (laughs) (laughs) What, not the New York Rangers? They could literally call it the Bronze Age. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Although that would be fun for... I, I guess we just missed it by a year, but for the Predators last season. Oh, yeah. Mm. Eh, well, you know what? No, I, I'm thinking anniversaries. I'm I'm neglecting 2004. So technically, the Predators could do that this year for their 19th season, because this will be year 20 of existence. Oh, damn. That's right. Okay, so this helps, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. The Sharks could, oh, crap, it's sculptures for 27. <laughs> Literally, 26 is pictures, 27 is sculptures, 28 is orchids, 29 is furniture. Who came up with this crap? I don't Here, honey, know. I bought you an ottoman. It's our 29th anniversary. <laughs> See, only you married people would actually like grasp that i wasn't thinking of like anniversary gift kind of things at all <laughs> i wasn't thinking i i i stuck strictly with um colors mainly because the the colors are non-existent i mean yeah, I'm, I'm so i'm looking at a chart right now that has traditional theme modern theme it's color the gemstone and then of course a link to buy here right yeah And so colors are, you know, it's like, hey, how many different variations of gold, white, turquoise, and purple can we fit in? Oh, there's some silver, too. Until you get in to 26, which the traditional gift is pictures. Hi, honey. Here's uh, uh, 8x10 of our dog. It's like a a reinvention of your wedding picture. Seriously. uh, I think it's what it's supposed to be. There's no color and no gemstone. (laughs) Okay, thanks for the help. 27th in sculptures. Um, here's a little thing of, you know, Bubble head. yeah, uh, yeah, here's a Funko Pop. I got you. Um, mm-hmm. and there's no color and no gemstone. <laughs> and 29 is furniture again. Hi, honey. I got you this chair. And there's no color and no gemstone. Yeah. They just ruined all of my joke. I just want the sharks now to go out with furniture on them for the 29th anniversary. <laughs> Everyone on the team should have like at least a little folding chair, like a little, you know, one of those picnic chairs. See, in the list I have, it's tools, not furniture. See, I, I, I saw that list too. Damn, I'm down with the tools. They can come out with a hammer and a wrench, you know. Then they'd be the Oilers, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, because they'd be able to fix things. Um, oh. Oilers definitely can't fix anything. So that's what McDavid gets for his 29th birthday. <laughs> a screwdriver. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. it's the only way he's going to be able to unscrew his career. So sticking with colors for just a second, I wrote down a couple, and these are all terrible. But in 2020, the Anaheim Ducks will be their 24th. They can go with lavender because any color that's closer to eggplant and further from black is a win for them. And then I said, um, I guess all teams approaching their 55th um, 
I guess emerald green is the color again in that uh, year because they repeat colors so many times. It's like there's a color wheel and they just go around and around and they, they create all of it where they just slightly change the name where, you know, year three is Jade and then year 55. Oh, let's go with emerald green this time. Oh, there's a huge difference between emerald and, and jade, as I'm sure our geologist will now explain to you. Which there is. No, I will just say that there's more than one color of jade, and it's not all green. No, no, there. That's all. That's all I'm leaving it at. But I, I figured as other teams hit their 55th since they've been hyping up the Seattle franchise, at some point they'll rebrand and go with some sort of green emerald green color palette um every other team can just pay homage to them since the league is so excited to have the gooey ducks join the league next in two years um and then go go gooey ducks go, go gooey ducks <laughs> green, and, and then the last the last one i had is when the uh, 67 expansion teams hit their 65th anniversary they take cassie's idea of just adding accent colors to like shoulder patches or, or crests wherever you see fit in a little sky blue and then they paint their ice surfaces to match oh that's adorable fulfilling jeff merrick's dream of non-white ice just like in roller hockey international that was gonna beautiful say, blue floors somebody watched the roller hockey international yes yeah, someone... last night Someone mm-hmm. stayed up extra late to watch it, and it was well <laughs> worth it. I'm sorry I sent you down that rabbit hole. No, it was a nice palate cleanser after some um, uh, serial killers show on Netflix. So, <laughs> so, so cheerful. Which, which one of the 35 serial killer shows was for you? Uh, they're not paying me, so I'm not naming names. Um, so Patrick on Twitter last night, uh, teased, I'm trying to think of the full name. Was it, uh, on Amazon prime, there's, is it rock and roller? What's the name? But basically a, uh, released in 2017, but it looks like it was from 1998. Uh, documentary on Roller Hockey International. <laughs> it really did. I mean, it's well, of course, it had to look like it was from 1998 because that's when the vast majority of the the content was filmed. Yeah, and but I think right. I think they went up to like 2007 or eight when they were filming. I'm looking up the I'm looking up the title right now. Yeah, I'm trying to find it as well. Rock and Rollers, the wild sport of professional roller hockey. Um, Where, believe it or not, a game of hockey was uh, in a league was created by a bunch of old white guys. And this one had a little merit until they decided to expand. Mm. Where have we heard this story before? Mm. But all things considered, it was was an interesting hour um, to watch. It was entertaining. You know, yeah, I I just loved watching them do the the transition at the forum where they're laying down the inline tile. The, oh, the yeah. lovely blue floor, yeah. And it just looks like that um 
uh, restaurant standing foam type thing <laughs> where it's sort of interlocked, right? You you can buy it in many pieces and sort of interlock them together, and voila, you've got a you know a cushy floor to stand on. Except obviously in this, it's it was meant for inline hockey, but. See, my first yeah. thought is actually volleyball floor, but because they do that too. But yeah. So if you have an hour to kill and nothing to do, um, I recommend it. It's an interesting trip down memory lane. If you were alive then. If not, then it's an interesting look in our past. Um, leads me to now that you brought it up. Should um and I did this in in some video games. Um should you can you would you want to paint the goalposts around the net in some color other than red? I don't think there's a rule that says they have to be red. I don't think there is either. I don't know if there is in the NHL. I know in Hockey Canada and USA Hockey, they. I don't think it's a rule. It's just explicitly written as the posts are red. Everything else on the bottom is white, like the the inside padding. That's a good point. Um, hmm. Because I've got my Gooey Ducks franchise set up with the as I like as I like to call it electric Seattle blue because the bluest guys you've ever seen are in Seattle naturally um, as the post color on the nets and I was just kind of going along riffing along with I don't think they'll ever change the color of the ice but it might be interesting if a team did that for an anniversary year they painted like the dasher or the kick plates and the goalposts that color as well as incorporated it into their uniforms. So I'm looking at the rules for the NHL to be specific. Um, they have the the goalie or the goaltending net um specifications they don't have a color listed right uh, there's they literally have pantone color um cards for the red line the blue line and the crease but nothing no else. they do they have they have a rule rule 2.1 oh, the goalposts and crossbar shall be painted in red and all of their exterior surfaces shall be painted in white Boo. um well since there's a rule we have to change it <laughs> it is the nhl after all all, all rules are negotiable yeah because i've liked That's it when uh teams the uh, stanchions in between the plexiglass where they've added a little color there too. Um, especially Some with lighting effects. Some of them added lights. I was just going to say, and then the added lighting effects, I think it's a nice touch. Um, I like it during NCAA hockey when the kick plates aren't always yellow 
they go with some stranger colors. It just looks cool. It's it's just something to break up the monotony of the same thing that I've watched for for years. It gives character to a rink, especially now that they're all standardized size. Yeah. Yeah, Which is another one of my... God, I wish they... I get why they did it, but God, they didn't have to. See, my my complaint is I don't really like the lights on the stanchions. Vancouver has that, or at least they did. I don't know if they still do. And it's it's very distracting. It's nice for, like, the the pregame show, but... After that, it's just very distracting. I, I think the only time you can really use that sort of stuff is after a goal. And that's it. Well, like, that's pretty much the only time. I mean, they use it in breaks and play to crowd hype. But, yeah, they do flash in red after the Canuck score. Yeah. You just didn't see it that often. Mm. <laughs> no. <clears throat> Dig. <laughs> All, right. All right. So I've been kicking around in my head. What color I'd want to change it, though, because I will say, like, when you're playing, you don't always pick up the red. Usually I notice the goalie before I notice the net. So I'm I'm trying to think what would be the I, I would go like a, a neon green, in all honesty, just something bright and attention grabbing so I can see the corners. Quickly. Um. I call that electric moss. That's part of my Seattle Gooey Ducks color palette. <laughs> okay. Okay. Cassie knows exactly the color of moss I'm talking about, too, right? Yeah, she does. Yes. Pacific Northwest in the house. There is there is a color of moss out. Yeah, there's a color of moss out here that I've yet to find anywhere else. Not that I've traveled the globe, but at least across the contiguous 48. That is literally like electric. It's electric moss. It's the only way to describe it. And it grows on like fallen logs. Yep. Usually. I'm, I'll have to send you guys a picture later, but I, I think uh, in my new house, I have a one by one square foot patch of something that might come close to this color. Oh, is nice. it? It definitely looks like something that should be on a log somewhere randomly. Not something you would expect to find in nature, but there it is. Yeah, exactly. Huh. All right, so if we're going all crazy and changing the colors, what color should the puck be? I want blue ice. We're going to add some electric green posts. Orange. It's got to be orange then. Yeah, see, you're just going right. back to the the Jofa puck. Yeah. Right. Just the the roller hockey. This is going to be a roller hockey international themed show. I have a suspicion. <laughs> the infamous, the infamous Jofa puck. So yeah. make the, why not make the ice black and the puck white then? It'd be like Pong, right? Yeah. All right. Let, let's just, be honest. You know. <laughs> What's going to burn my retinas watching, you know, two to three games a night times four nights a week? Because I do have to sleep sometimes. Um, what's going to be... What's going to delay the uh, inevitable I go blind? What What color scheme? 
that's better than the bright white and you know blue in the background because i'm not opposed to a, a dark surface like that i just don't think it'll look very inviting Well, hmm. you're, you're not looking for inviting. You're looking for visibility. Right? And so, I mean, if you think about, like, like signs on the side, you know, on the road, you have bright yellow with black. It's usually not black with bright yellow because of visibility and readability and all of that. Mm-hmm. So... That's probably something to keep in mind, that a lighter background with darker stuff on top is more visible than a black background and lighter stuff on top. Uh, We're diving into the dilemmas of my day job. (laughs) Mine too. Not mine. Um, Mine mine is, I make maps for a living, so. (laughs) Christ, we kind of are because there's people that fight about color schemes and I, and and development environments. God damn it. Yeah. Um, so watching the documentary last night, um, yeah, there was blue sport court, but I actually think some sort of pale or light green might work. And then you can, you can go in either direction. You can probably keep the puck black. Um, then you could add white lines. So everyone will just think you're, you know, this is, you know, a football field that froze over and make billions of dollars somehow. White lines. Yeah, just, just don't, don't do, don't, don't do Eastern Washington University's blood red field kind of scenario. That's all I ask. I I mean, if you're red, green, colorblind, then that's not a problem, but. (laughs) I'm going to make an awful joke here. You sure you want white lines around with Evgeny Kuznetsov? Hello. Oh. I mean, every, <laughs> everyone would feel more at home in this league. Or I was going to say, or the or pretty much the entirety of the uh, '80s Oilers. Uh, or the current um, NHL period. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I. But I always get stuck on this one because I always do get stuck on this one. I don't like the white, and I have other reasons I don't like the white, largely because it causes burn-in on monitors. Um, and if you watch copious amounts of hockey, that's what you're going to get. I'm just sort of stuck with what the hell do you replace it with? Given some constraints, right? I mean, you can always factor. Yeah, you could always do different. You pick. All right, let let's really get nerdy for a second. Um, you pick kind of one base hue, so one base color. You take a blue or a green and whatever, and then you just change the lightness factor of those colors. So visibly they kind of look together and and there's no sharp contrast because of the but with the different shades you can visibly see a difference so for example you know i use 
a color or color format called HSL or hue saturation and lightness for when I'm doing nerdy coding stuff for websites that most of our listeners will never see because they don't live in Raleigh, North Carolina or excuse me, Chapel Hill, North Carolina, Duke, North Carolina, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it's the, the, the internet isn't worldwide, worldly accessible. No, the stuff that I build um, is very niche and specific to localized people who don't give a F about hockey, unfortunately. Um, anyway, the point being is you could you can blend the color so um, digitally when shown on TV, they look together. There's not that sharp contrast that just irritates my eyes when you add any color on top of white. So, like, I right now I wear computer glasses and I wear them every night I watch hockey just to save myself so I can, you know, make it through six periods of hockey a night should I choose. Um, so I could see taking, you know, my light blue idea and just kind of find a color somewhere in the middle, up the lightness to create the, the ice color, find, you know, if the ice color is, say, at... A, 100% lightness the crease might be let's say 50% and the all the other lines are at like 10 you know we could do something really nerdy like that and then maybe let each team pick their their shade to mix up rinks to create some individuality outside yeah, of sponsor logos yeah, see here I'm going to shove my glasses up my nose um <laughs> Because at this particular point, I would like to state that I hate the color blue as a background color. I know. Wavelength, and see, it is the harshest eye-straining color out there. See, it should all be... You're, you're thinking about this wrong. It should all be green screen color green. God. <laughs> chroma key green. So that, so that way I can push it through my computer and After Effects and and, you know, and anyone on, can, yeah. I mean, think on, of like dancing hamsters, hamsters think, background think with flying toasters. The gift possibilities. Oh my think god! Think about the video possibilities. Think they about... could all just be skating on flames or lava. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're, if you're, you're gonna st- go there, you might as well go there, right? You're, you're kind of starting to sell me on this <laughs> a little bit. <clears throat> I mean, you know, watching it live would suck. Of course, but well, no, 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 no. Let's 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 continue this on. You bring your VR headset to the game, mm-hmm. or, your AR, or your AR headset to the game. Mm-hmm. Your, your your Google Glass or your eyeglass. Bluetooth in the image. Exactly. In the arena. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, see, <laughs> see. So the Calgary Flames can be, you know, literally skating, skating on, flames. on flames. Yeah. Let, uh, let's trademark the hell out of this before someone else steals it. That's that's a money maker. Okay, so here's my question. By the time this gets implemented, all players will be wearing their mandatory visors, right? How do you get that with, same tech into the visors? With the HUD, remember? Because we were talking about, we've talked mm-hmm. about the HUD, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah then you don't have to worry about putting a clock into the end boards. It's right. right there for them. And and eventually you can start selling ad space in there too. 
because I'm sure the players, you know, there's a revenue stream. We'll see. At this as, point, I, as, as I'm, I'm sitting there on the bench. Goddamn, uh, Lipton tea really does sound good right now. You know. <laughs> we'll see. And now, now you're getting to the point where it's like, do we even have real players? You can't make robots that boring. So yeah, you still <laughs> need them. Well, now I mean, you know, if we're talking VR, then you can have the players somewhere else and not on the ice. <laughs> no, but you know what you can do? She can get rid of coaches behind the bench entirely. Mm. And then they lose all control. They can only communicate <laughs> through the HUD. I like but that. They I'm still stuck on the you can't make players or you can't make robots that boring. <laughs> how, how was that game for you? It was great until the third period. <laughs> we had a really good time on the power play. <laughs> oh, That's they all just sound like Sidney Crosby like yeah, four it, years ago. Cindy, <laughs> exactly. play our game. That's a really smart question. Person from the athletic. <laughs> They're all from the athletic. So now, that's now what, it's... that's what I'm saying. It's person <laughs> from the athletic. So now, and now we're venturing down holodeck land. <laughs> well, and and I hope the people out there listening get where that joke's coming from because yes. it's it's a niche joke. Would you like to take a moment to register me, Philip J. Fry? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. At the point you make of robots, what the hell's the point of having anyone other than Connor McDavid? Well, you know, a Connor bot. That's all but, anybody would want. They just, you know. Can he skate so, backwards? Uh, who, who the hell cares? <laughs> <laughs> when you've got, you know, 10 guys out there going a bajillion miles an hour, who the hell cares? You know, and, and what do you do? You do you do you digital rights manage, you know, your player attributes? Cause that's just gonna open up a door for people like I used to be. <laughs> you know, to get hired by NHL teams. We need you to hack the Edmonton database. <laughs> <sighs> the future's looking bright, guys. The future's looking bright. And then and then they'll skynet the hell out of us and it'll all be over. Oh my god, it's a it's an entire swarm of Sidney Crosby's. <laughs> hello, gets, hello, hello, hello. It gets all the Connor McDavid's. <laughs> yeah, you generally can't make a robot look that uncomfortable when being hugged by strangers. <laughs> poor guy. Oh, the poor guy. <laughs> but hey, he has James Neal now, so everything's going to be better. <sighs> God damn it, I almost did a spit take. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so I want to take this idea one step further. Because uh -oh. what, for whatever reason, the first thing that popped into my mind was the movie Starship Troopers. Mm -hmm. Which supposedly takes place in the future. And they have a sports scene where all the troops play this game of football. No, and so it's when they were in high school. Was it? Was it before... Yep. It was right before they enlisted. Yeah. Well, for whatever reason, they uh, they had basically force field technology that kept players confined to the to the playing surface. So 
no matter what happens, you you couldn't be knocked out of the field of play. So eventually we get rid of the glass. We get rid of the netting. Players are coach free. They're contained within their bubble. Now, what sort of heads up stuff can you put on there? Can we do a, a 3D uh, hockey space then? Can we put in a Z axis? Yeah, because then, <laughs> then the blue, the quote unquote blue lines, God forbid, offsides still exist at this point, um, can finally extend all the way up to the ceilings. <laughs> and then on opposing teams' power plays, you can get crazy and, and have a, uh, you know, throw in some disco lights. To throw them off, or well, I'm seeing, I'm thinking like double level here. I'm thinking you, you have like one defenseman up high, one down low. Literally, defense, that's like, literally. <laughs> you're, exactly. you're literally going three dimensional chess here, aren't you? Yeah, exactly. Oh. It's z-axis, man. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> well, I'm also thinking you can change the entire look of the playing surface, and then you can introduce your two your two point line. Only on power play situations or from below the net from from, from literally multiple directions. <laughs> See, when you said bubble, I, I took that literally. <laughs> I'm just we, I know we talked about a bubble hockey, you know, every every arena is just set up like bubble hockey so that you can kind of <laughs> huck it, you know, make those crazy plays where you shoot it back towards your end boards right. and it rolls up. And just sort of goes fly. Yeah, exactly. The rim yeah. around is the rim over. It's like it's like a it's like a hamster ball. <laughs> oh my God, it's like you know the the Tron Legacy. Um, when the when the when the arena rotated. Mm-hmm. On a oh man. Oh my God, what is hockey gonna look like in the future? Now I want to invent the time machine or the or the um oh, the immortality. You can only go forward if someone comes back and gets you first. Uh, what kind of what the hell rules are these? <laughs> it sounds like lacrosse. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. There it's is out. a subject we haven't that was there is a subject we haven't touched on. Hockey and lacrosse? I think there's yeah. a reason for that. No, no, no. Some of the rules in lacrosse, not the not the swap box or whatever the hell it is, because that would just be a goat rodeo. No, but like the the crease, like the hard oh. rule for the crease. Yeah, where you have a, a six foot um, radius or no six foot diameter circle where you can't j- jump or dive into the crease. You can't even go into it. Mm-hmm. But then. The goalie, once they make a save, they have three seconds to get out of said crease, mm-hmm. which I love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, and then you have players positioned at particular ends of the field, so you don't have to worry about Alex Ovechkin being a two hundred foot player because he can only go so far. Right, right. They have literal, and I have used this word too many times today. They have. Positional rules that say you cannot go beyond this point if you are this, if you're a long stick. And then you'll see them swap. You know, a long stick will go off so they can get an additional attacker into the zone when they're moving forward. See? You pull off a Brent Seabrook and you put on, uh, 
Artemi Panarin eventually will come back to Chicago because we all know it's going to happen, right? You pull off a, um, you never pull off Drew Doughty. You pull off, and Jake Muzzin's not there. Well, actually, yeah, you pull off Jake Muzzin, and you send out, well, Mitch Marner hasn't signed. You William Nylander, uh, you know, as an additional attacker, and then they swap out. Because they knows that you can't have more than a couple of guys going the other way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're solving we're solving hockey problems. <laughs> we are. We, we, and, we is thinking and, ahead. And this would actually make the hockey men happy because it would keep older players in the league. Right. You could have Patrick Marlowe sitting on the bench for 30, 40 minutes a night because he's only going out there for short, you know, short little periods that when the play turns the other way, boop. He's back off the ice and an defenseman comes out, comes or comes on. Yeah, yeah. There we go. End the show, man. I think we've solved it. <laughs> We're just gonna make it lacrosse. <laughs> just gonna turn it into lacrosse. We're just gonna turn it into lacrosse on ice. Oh, you do not know how happy that makes me feel. It's kind of what it is already. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, good, good. I think, God damn, I'm a genius and I knew it. Um, you do say this. so yourself. Yeah, <laughs> I know I'm a genius. Only I could be that smart. Um, God, yeah, there's a couple of lacrosse rules I'd love to see implemented like that. I love the, if the goaltender stops it, you better move, Sunshine, because... No more of this freezing the puck crap. You got three seconds to get the hell out of there. Yeah, I'm not a fan of freezing the puck. I think that needs to go. I get tactically why they would want to do it, but mm -mm, nope, not going to allow it. And once again, that would make the hockey men happy because you would have to modify the goaltender's equipment. Because the way gloves are manufactured now, it's too hard to get the puck out cleanly. They're just, they're just, ah, they're just namby pambies. Yeah, because they all use. I'm sure a lot of people have probably at this point seen the pictures that Dave Stubbs posts every once in a while, and he was showing pictures of. 40s and 50s era hockey gloves, which were basically just baseball gloves. Mm-hmm. And you look at the things they've got today. Well, yeah, no wonder it's hard to get something out of it. You, you basically got an oven mitt wrapped in a baseball glove, wrapped in some sort of S&M device that if you can, if you can get your thumb to touch your middle finger in it, you're having a good day. Otherwise, it's just crunch. <laughs> Go back to the old stuff. Bring back the old equipment. <laughs> uh, just put a net on the end of their stick and call it a day. Two regular gloves. Two hot yeah. You you got man, that'd make silly ciders really weird in that it'd make it even worse for silly ciders. Mm-hmm. <sighs> hmm. Yeah, okay. Okay, 
everyone um, mount up or we're going to overthrow the NHL government. <laughs> it's time for a revolution. Yeah. You guys, you guys just get a nice hotel somewhere near there and I'll meet you there in a couple of days. We're not gonna. We're if we're gonna overthrow, we're gonna do it at least style. <laughs> There's none of this roughing it crap when I overthrow the NHL front office. Someplace on Park Avenue, you know, nice hotel, good, you know, with with a good in-room service. Well, I mean, are we doing the New York office or are we doing the Toronto office? There is no such thing as a Toronto office. No. That's a that's a just a front. <clears throat> sure, sure it is. It is. Well, corporate headquarters in New York. Easy. You take care of it that way. Hell. My God. I'll just storm into Gary's office. He'll look <laughs> at me. What are you doing here? <laughs> be like, your time is done. I'm going to ask you nicely to leave. And if you don't, we're going to be really thoughtful and ask you please nicely to leave. <laughs> and if you don't... Well, we're done being Canadian and we're going to toss your ass Exactly, to <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's why we brought those. That's why. <laughs> we're going to Canadian our way and hope that you leave. Thank you so much. Yeah, hey. <laughs> and if you don't, then we're going to have to go American on you. And we've got a southerner here, so you know we're gonna go American. American. Who's the southerner again? <laughs> one of you was one of you was born for well, technically Cassie, because she was born further south than I was. <laughs> well, you got to come as such the south. <laughs> it is. Sound. It's for it's further it's, south than Seattle. It's barely south sound. <laughs> it's south, true or false? South of well, I, it depends on 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 what you're talking about. But what south of what? I didn't say deep south. <laughs> <clears throat> and depend and and you know you see. Yeah, I think you're even further south than than New York. Depending no. on where Pat was born. Stop looking at the Mercator projection map. Put it away. Oh, it is yeah. wrong. Um, I was not born in New York, but I was oh, born right. in a current uh, National Hockey League city. Is that the question of the week? <laughs> what is if the you city? Could name, if you could name a city that Pat was born in. <laughs> current National. That uh, You're not Canadian, so that so, knocks out at least. So you're, you're down to 24. <laughs> I said um, I wasn't bored in New York, so that takes care of a few more. <laughs> that, that takes care of two teams, three teams. God dang it. Mm, the Devils. <laughs> you joyzy. Eh. No, all right. So since we're overthrowing the league, um, here's a question. <laughs> Yes. Grab your pitchforks. No, 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 no. Who from outside? Who from outside? Oh, I saw one of those today. What? What? I have one. I still have one. They're relics. 
the old Easton aluminum hockey sticks, like Gretzky. Oh, had, which were I've the got, three. I still have two wood ones. Wooden, a wooden, a, um, uh, fiberglass. Yeah. Thank you. That's the word. I've got three of those still. Two of them have blades. Mm, both of mine have blades. One's actually Russian. I, as soon as I like, one, go ahead. one was actually one of the ones I have was actually used by a Russian. Mm. Both of mine were used by me, so they're not that fancy. But go on, go on, Pat. Yeah, it, as no, soon no, as I, I could, just want to continue to interrupt him. <laughs> as soon as I couldn't find my specific wooden fiberglass stick, I gave up and just went full composite. Sadly. But uh, no, who from outside the NHL is taking Gary's job? Because it sure as heck's not going to be someone from inside the league. That'll be me. I'll do it. Yeah, no, you don't want the hassle. No, because we're going to be his, this individual's boss. Yeah, we're going to be so, the shadow so government are, behind. Oh, who are we make doing the grunt work, or who's the fall guy? Uh, uh Wyshynski. Wyshynski. <laughs> See, I was gonna go with Haley Wickenheiser. I was gonna. I was nah, gonna oh, Haley would kick our ass if we did. No, 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 no. We, <laughs> we need. And I love Greg. We just need someone that's as quirky and pliable. Feed <laughs> <laughs> him beer and we're all good. <laughs> exactly. 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 So, so, so we're going back to 1930s and 40s era NHL. No, no, no. Oh God, no. 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 Much oh, better. Lord, no. No, which wouldn't have any of that crap. No, Haley no. Wickenheiser kicked the crap out of us way too easily. Yeah, yeah. you're right. You're right. Uh, I just mean th- things end up getting negotiated at the bar. Because that's exactly <laughs> what would happen. And you know what? He'd be at the bar in his office. <laughs> It'd be the bar Seriously, bar. What, what, what do you mean bar? It'd just be his office. <laughs> They'd have a bar in it. The you level of travel, it. man. <laughs> The level of efficiency would be through the roof, if, if we're being honest. I'd, I'd just put a drinks globe in there because it would be fancy-ish, right? And and he could pull the whole, I don't think we're getting anywhere this way. How about a, you know, he walks over to the globe and lifts it up and goes, how about a scotch? You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> Perfect. All right, so let me amend my question and we can leave this into <laughs> next week. What fictional character from any any realm, whether it be literature, film, um, talkies, talkies, <laughs> if you want to go there, who would you put in charge of the NHL? So we, we cut out the silent era stuff so Jeff Merritt can't answer. Follow us on Twitter at 3v3 Podcast. This has been the 3v3 Podcast, sponsored by nobody.